Hebrews 10.23 Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Welcome to Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Wednesday, December 1st. My name is Kiri Newman, and I serve as the Connections Manager at Bridgeway. Recently, I have seen God fulfill some promises in my life. Earlier this year, God prompted me to pray more consistently and fervently for one of my family members that hasn't been walking with Jesus for a long time. I stepped out in faith and committed to pray for him regularly and with other believing family members. Through my prayers, God brought to mind many times some of his promises in Scripture. One of these is found in Philippians 1.6, which says that he, Jesus, who began a good work in you, will bring it to completion. I knew that God had always been at work on some level in my family member's life, but God had yet to bring him back into relationship with himself. Even so, I knew that if God promised to complete the work he started, surely that would be the case in my family member's heart. I pressed in and trusted God to be faithful in pursuing his heart, never relenting in praying and reminding God of his promises. During the last couple of months, God has been revealing powerfully how he's working in my family member's heart. I've seen how my prayers, coupled with God's faithfulness to his promises, have produced fruitful results. Although God is yet to fully complete the work he started in my family member's heart, I expect and anticipate with confidence that my family member will walk fully and gloriously with Jesus soon. I'm hoping fully in God's promises. As Christians, we have hope because God has proven to us that he is faithful and will do what he said he would do. Scripture describes countless stories of God making promises and then fulfilling them. In the book of Genesis, we read that God promised Abraham that he would make a great nation. Chapter 12, verses 2 through 3 records God's promise to Abraham. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and he who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This promise came into fruition throughout the rest of Scripture as he worked and moved through the Israelites and ultimately through Jesus. When God led the Israelites out of Egypt, he promised them that he would bring them back into the land he had originally given to Abraham fertile land flowing with milk and honey. He promised to fight for them, even though the people living in the promised land at the time were more powerful than them. And even despite the grumbling and rebellion of the Israelites, God proved to be faithful to bring them into the promised land through his servant Joshua. God also promised that a Savior would be born unto us, a king that would reign over all and whose kingdom would never end. He would be the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, and the prince of peace. As it says in Isaiah 9, God promised that the Messiah would come to make right what man could not do through the law. So he sent his son Jesus into the world to live among us, to die for our sins, to conquer death, and to give us new life. Jesus fulfilled God's promises through his life, his death, and his resurrection. When Jesus was here on earth teaching his disciples, on many occasions he spoke of the Helper, the Holy Spirit, who he promised would come and be with us always to lead us, to guide us, to teach us, and to comfort us. After Jesus ascended into heaven, this promise was fulfilled at Pentecost. Acts 2 verses 2 through 4 says, that when his disciples were gathered together to pray one day, there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind that filled the entire house where they were sitting. Tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus' promise of the Holy Spirit was fulfilled, and God proved to be faithful yet again. And the presence of the Holy Spirit is with believers today. These stories are just a sampling of how God proved to be faithful to the promises he made. So how do we hope in God's promises? First, we have to discover what God's promises are. God's word is full of his promises, so we start by spending time studying and meditating on his word. For example, he promises to be with us. He promises to give us peace and joy and love. He promises to forgive our sins and give us eternal life. He promises that he will have the final victory and that suffering will end one day. He promises that those who are in Christ will have a glorious inheritance. The second thing we need to do to hope in God's promises is to choose to hope in his promises we find in Scripture. God gives us what we need to believe, but our job is to be intentional about seeking him and trusting in what he said. Even amidst difficult circumstances and seasons of life, his promises remain true. They are beacons of light in a world that is wrought with uncertainty and suffering. When we place our hope and trust in our faithful God, we confidently expect him to do what he said he would do. Hebrews 10.23 in the New Living Translation exhorts us to hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. His promises sustain us and keep us going. To hope in God's promises is to believe that he is faithful and will do what he said he will do. No matter what we are facing currently, now is the time to confidently anticipate and expectantly hope that he will fulfill his promises to us in his perfect timing. Let's pray. Lord God, I pray that you would bolster our faith in you today, that our hope will be in you and your promises alone. Give us the strength to trust fully what you said. May we experience a renewed sense of hope through our promises today. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.